Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. This Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent, and we're in cycle C. We just came out of cycle B. The first reading is from Jeremiah 33, 14 to 16. The days are coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel in Judah. In that time, I will raise up for David a just shoot. He shall do what is right and just in the land. In those days, Judah shall be safe, and Jerusalem shall dwell secure. This is what they shall call her, the Lord our justice. 
the word of the Lord. A personal question. In what way has God fulfilled his promise to you personally? And where do you find your security? Deacon can answer that. He has given me life to the fullest, John 10.10. And when I die, I will experience the full life forever. And I answered, he has saved me from Satan's grasp and given me gifts and most especially his Holy Spirit. He is the promise. And I believe from the bottom of my heart that I am in the palm of God's hand. I find my security in Jesus and in the church he has placed over me. A little excerpt from the commentary on Jeremiah 33. Today's reading refers to both the first and second comings of Christ. When this long-awaited Messiah would come, he would set up his reign in the hearts of the believers. At his second coming, he will execute justice and righteousness throughout the whole earth. What a tremendous prophecy this was for the people. They knew that no matter what horror was done to them, their Messiah was coming to bring them freedom. Today, all over the world, there is tyranny, oppression, hunger, and violence. In the deepest darkness of all of this pain is the good news. The good news is a message of hope. It is the light of the world that has pierced and defeated the darkness of death. Today, our world is caught up in its own self-prophecy and refuses by its action to say, the Lord is our righteousness. The second reading on this first Sunday in Advent is 1 Thessalonians 3, 12, 4 to 12. And may the Lord increase you and make you overflow with love for one another and for all even as our love does for you. May he strengthen your hearts, making them blameless and holy before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. Now, my brothers, we beg and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that even as you learned from us how to conduct yourselves in a way pleasing to God, which you are indeed doing, so you must learn to make still greater progress. You know the instructions we gave you in the Lord Jesus, the word of the Lord. The personal question, how has your love increased for your spouse, children, friends, and neighbors during the past month? And in what way do you see a difference in the way you love now compared to last year? Deacon can answer that I am much more open to criticism, admonishment than I ever have been. And I listen much more. And I answer that the time I am spending with God has increased my love relationship with him. I am spending more quiet time this year than I did last year with the Lord in concentrating on my priorities of time with my children, family, friends, and neighbors in that order much more. 
an excerpt from the commentary on the second reading. Our love should be continually growing. And if it seems your love for others has remained unchanged for some time, get on your knees and ask him to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5, 18. And then you will be able to love even the unlovable. This passage ends with a call to please God with our daily living. The standards of the world want to entice us and kill us. The standard of God wants to free us, to save us, to love us, and to let us become capable of loving others. Which standard will you choose? What do you know of the Lord Jesus Christ? What kind of personality did he have? How did he talk to people? Let's find out in this gospel. And remember, Jesus was always teaching his disciples, and he spent his nights in prayer to his father. We will know the father as we get to know his son, Jesus. The gospel for this first Sunday of Advent is Luke 21, 25 to 28, 34 to 36. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish, distraught at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Men will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the earth. The powers in the heavens will be shaken. After that, men will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with great power and glory. When these things begin to happen, stand erect and hold your heads high, for your deliverance is near at hand. The church blitz this gospel. In between this message was the teaching on the fig tree. And the last words he said before going on were, the heavens and the earth will pass away, but my words will not pass. Then he goes on to say, be on guard, lest your spirits become bloated with indulgence and drunkenness and worldly cares. The great day will suddenly close in on you like a trap. The day I speak of will, of will come upon all who dwell on the face of the earth. So be on the watch. Pray constantly for the strength to escape whatever is in prospect and to stand secure before the Son of Man. The word of the Lord. Some questions from the gospel and the bread of life Bible study this week. What will happen to the sun, moon, stars, and powers of the heavens? Matthew 24, 29, Jesus says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Who are you to fear? Jesus goes on to tell us in Luke 12, 5, I will show you whom you ought to fear. Fear him who has power to cast into Gehenna after he is killed. Yes, I tell you, fear him. What will happen to God's chosen ones? In Luke 18, 7, 8, Jesus says, 
Will not God then do justice to his chosen who call out to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? Do you suppose? I tell you, he will give them swift justice. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find any faith on the earth? A personal question. If the heavens shook today, would you die of fear or would you stand erect looking up to see him coming on the cloud? Deacon can answer that. I would stand erect and be thankful and grateful. And I answer that looking up to see him coming on the cloud and seeing him face to face. I love it when we have those puffy clouds and looking up at them, thinking of him coming one day on them. Another question. What did Jesus tell his disciples while he was in the Garden of Gethsemane? Matthew 26, 41 says, Be on guard and pray that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but nature is weak. Personal question. What have you been doing in anticipation of his coming again? And share this scripture with a family member or a friend. Deacon can answer that in one of his books. I have been spending more time in prayer and scripture study. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I can't make it without Christ. And my answer, studying his word obeying his word by loving one another as he has loved me. As we go on to the psalm for this week, it's 25, verses 4 to 5, 8 to 10, and 14. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior, and for you I wait all the day. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice. He teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are kindness and constancy toward those who keep his covenant and his decrees. The friendship of the Lord are with those who fear him and his covenant for their instruction. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply it to your life? Deacon Ken answered verse 14. The counsel of the Lord belongs to the faithful. His application by asking those who are walking in the Lord to evaluate your walk. And I answer that. He will teach me his paths. Guide me in his truth and teach me. He teaches the humble. His word instructs me. My applications stay totally dependent on God's word. Keep my eyes on Jesus, the perfecter of my faith, and listen for the Holy Spirit's lead. The commentary on this gospel, we are confronted with a very piercing question in today's gospel. If the heaven shook and opened up, would we die of fear or would we stand erect, looking up to see him coming on the clouds? To the believer, this calls for some serious thought. To the unbeliever, this is foolishness to even talk about the subject. 
Jesus told his disciples to be on guard and pray. The picture of the coming persecutions and natural disasters is gloomy, but ultimately they are cause not for worry, but for great joy. He knew that when believers see these events happening, they will know that the return of their Messiah is near. They can look forward to his reign of justice and peace. Today, we are experiencing natural disasters like earthquakes, forest fires, famine, and drought. Rather than being terrified by what is happening in our world, we should be confident and prayerful awaiting Christ's return. Jesus told his disciples to keep a constant watch for his return. Are you keeping a faithful watch with the lifestyle you are living? The followers of Jesus Christ live in anticipation of his return, and they are very much on guard against the temptation of the world. Although nearly 2,000 years have passed since he spoke these words, their truth remains. He is coming again, and we need to watch and be ready. This means working faithfully at the task God has given us and not wishing we were someone else. If you were the only person in the world, Christ would have gone on that cross anyway, simply because he loves us enough to die for us so that we can be with him when he comes back again. Application this week. The first reading tells us that the light is coming to destroy the darkness. In the second reading, we see that prayer is alive and active because it is a dialogue between two people. The gospel calls us to be on guard and to pray about everything. This week, show your family, school or work associates what you are doing in anticipation of Jesus's return. Your actions can be shown in taking time alone in prayer with the Lord, by reading scripture with your family, by doing Bible study on your lunch hour, and by loving others, even when you do not feel loving. Remember, love is not a feeling. Love is a decision. Get active in prayer, reading God's holy word in God's church and fellowship with the believing community. Let us close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us about your second coming when you will be coming again and that we need to be ready for that time. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. 
1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.